sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And with... I'm with Robin Gwaltney, Quality Group Premax Results. Robin, I think the heat's getting to me. Well, the heat is definitely <laughs> hot, but you know what? I don't like it when people complain because we've complained no. about waiting for summer, and we've got summer, doggone it. No, yeah. No, no I love this kind of weather. Me too. As long as I, I'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest, full disclosure, as long as I have air conditioning when I go to sleep at night, yep. that's the yep. key. Yep. I had to I sleep in the heat. I, uh, yeah, it's not easy to do. So... Uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine now by the river it's going to be probably busy as all get out with a, a real a real summer weekend. I will be um, splitting my time up between working and in my pool, hopefully in my <laughs> pool, but I won't be anywhere near the river. I will, however, be able to watch and hear the boats zooming by, Yes, okay. which is fine. I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I I say to everyone, the weather is finally catching up with the market. Sizzling hot. Sizzling hot, yeah. And well, I like both of them sizzling hot, so it, it's good. So you mentioned you're going to be busy. Uh and I know you were busy on Friday. You mentioned that you had an unbelievable schedule on Friday. Oh, just back to back. And I have a couple of showings today and uh, tomorrow just one and one listing appointment. So not a lot. And, you know, that can change because as soon as I get off this show, the phone could ring and say, hey, about that. So, you know, I'm always armed and ready to go. Armed and ready to go. So have we do we have it's the new month have we seen any new data concerning the rochester southeastern minnesota real estate market so i do have the latest uh rochester market report that we put out to all of our clients and i will tell you that currently um there are 449 sales pending in the market overall unfortunately that's only leaving 122 listings still for sale okay so that is a pending ratio of 78.6%. Oh, goodness. So, yeah. What does that mean? It means we are still super low on inventory and that things are not hanging around long. Okay? Because we so, want to be what it either at 100 or at 50 i can't remember for yeah, to be 50. balanced 50, 50 is to be good. balanced so like okay. the higher the ratio that means the higher the demand for the listings okay so 78.6% is it's pretty high right so what we have is a very active very very active <laughs> um, sellers market uh, taking a closer look, we noticed that the 200 to 300 price range has relatively large number of the contracts pending. Okay? Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And also, um, the 200 to 300 price range has the relatively large inventory of the property still for sale. And that's 37 of the 122 fall into that price range. Uh, median list price for all properties in the market right now is three hundred seventy-seven thousand four hundred fifty. Is that wow? Yeah, I'm thinking that not that much over a year ago before the pandemic that was two eighty, two seventy. Yeah, well, and that's just this is not our our median sale price. This is of the hundred and twenty-two houses oh, gotcha. that are available right now. Gotcha. Okay. okay. 
All right. So it's because there are some some high end, very yep. few like luxury luxury homes available right now. But I do have a couple. So you know there are a few out there. Uh, I will tell you that contracts pending versus last year at this time, we have several more pending, which is great because, um, you know, a total of 966 contracts have closed in the last six months. Here you go. The median sold price was 275. So not that much different. Okay. You know, yeah. Up a little, but uh, breaking it down, we noticed that the 200 to 300 price range contains the highest number of listings sold. So the highest number pending, the highest number active, and the highest number sold. So the majority of our market is that 200 to 300 price range. When you're a buyer out there right now, it doesn't feel like it. It feels like there's none, but, you know, there are. It's just that they come and they go quickly. Yeah. So important to have yourself lined up with a realtor. This is not the market to just be kind of winging it and watching Zillow or watching Realtor.com. And when you see something come on the market, then reach out to a realtor because by that time, that place is sold. Just wow is all I can say. Yeah, you just got to be ready. You know, it's like we've talked about this. We've talked about, you know, like getting into the market as a buyer now. Think about it as scaling a mountain, right? You got to make sure you have all the tools you're going to need. You got to make sure all the conditions are right. And you got to make sure you have somebody guiding you. Otherwise, it could end up bad, really bad. Frustrating to say the very least. Right. Yeah, you're probably not going to die like you could if you were climbing a mountain if you were ill prepared. But, you know, it won't be fun. Um, So 70 listings um, that were on the market didn't sell. And I'm going to say that's because they were either priced too high or they decided to take it off the market. You know, like, and sometimes it is because they took it off the market simply because they never found what they needed to buy and didn't want to become homeless. And that's pretty understandable. That number seems a little higher than it traditionally would be. I wonder if that's why. Yeah, I think so. Um, Because some people say, well, you know what? I'll I'll put it out there. We see these listings sometimes that say contingent upon the seller finding a property to buy. Yeah. And I do warn the buyers that that is, we're treading in murky water because, you know, if they don't find something, you could get your sight set on this one and your hopes up and then in the end not get it anyway because they decide not to sell it. And it does happen. And then that makes it. More so now than ever. (laughs) That has its own cascading effect in the market. Yes, of course it does. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is kind of interesting. In the past six months, and I think I've talked about this before, the price range that has sold the quickest in the past six months. Now, there's not as many of them, but the quickest is 1.1 to 1.2. That I find amazing. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it should be that way. Well, it's because... There's not a lot of those. I mean, if you start to get up to 1.6, 1.7, 1.8, we're seeing more and more of those. But that right around that million dollar, which gets you an awfully awesome house in our market, okay, um, when they do come on, those people that have a house that should have maybe sold for 350 
can now sell for three seventy five or three eighty. All right, so they're making top dollar on that house. They can turn around. They can do a fifteen year mortgage, especially these people that have been living in that house for a while and owe little to nothing on it. So now they've got a substantial down payment. Right, they can do a fifteen year mortgage for right around two percent. So their house payment is not going to be much different. Moving, it, it sounds nuts, but it's true. You know, <laughs> moving from that three hundred and eighty some thousand dollar house, using that equity, and then moving up to their dream house, and they're not going to have to pay a ton more. So it's just a really good time to do it. It's one of those strange, weird quirks to this market. Yep, it is, and it's one of those things that if you don't understand what what makes it work the way it works. Those are questions that you really should ask because some people have kind of, um, I don't know, what do I want to say, misinformed ideas of the market. So many times people are like, when is the bubble going to burst? When are the prices going to start going down? And you know they're not, right? It's, it's in this, especially in this particular market. Right. The way everything is pointing, there's only going to be more and more people wishing to buy homes and what i tell people is certainly i mean please i i pray that certainly the the inflation isn't going to continue in the prices isn't going to continue rising at the same elevated pace but i never see prices going down I mean, I can see it just kind of evening out and then completely, you know, um, continually but gradually increasing over the years. I mean, it's been spiking up, right? Right. At this rate, it will be disastrous if this continues to happen. But I don't think the bottom's falling out, and I don't think the prices are going to drop. And I'm not just saying that this is my opinion. This is everything that I've read. It's what all the economists are saying. It's what the National Association of Realtors is predicting. It's it's just the facts yeah. that, you know, we're, we're in a market now where things just simply cost more. And I think what you'll see that plateauing, you know, the, yeah. the, mm-hmm. that we won't be going up, 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 up is when, right. the, when the Fed finally does make a move to raise the interest rates a bit. Exactly. You're exactly right. And so what's going to happen? It's still going to be more expensive because even if the prices haven't gone up, now your interest rate yeah. has. So bottom line is your monthly payment for that same house is going to be more. So yeah. this is why people are <laughs> jumping in now as stressful as it might be. Right, because these interest rates are almost impossible oh, to understand the it's, impact of It's hard to believe. It's really hard to believe. It's it's really honestly crazy. Okay. We're talking with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results, and we'll be right back here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Throughout the pandemic, Town Square Media, Rochester, and Preston stood strong with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. We're going through uh, Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax results. Of course, we're going through some of the latest numbers out there concerning the Rochester area real estate market. And you used the bubble word before the break. And the, well, it's about two, three weeks ago we talked about this. And I didn't, I looked, delved further into it reading articles, Robin. Yeah. And people good. forget the difference between what's happening now 
particularly, and the difference back to the what two thousand six, seven, and eight. Yeah, it, there was a massive amount of inventory available then. A massive amount of inventory, and, and they were the building economy, like crazy. Yeah, and the economy was a problem. You know, right. whereas the pandemic and the economy, yes, of course, there is some. You know significant relationship between the two right but but the pandemic is a temporary thing we're already in recovery right we're already seeing jobs are back up people are back to work and so it's not like we have to try to come out of a uh, you know i don't know i'm I'm at a loss i was gonna say that but there were so many extra homes available for sale oh, God, that yes. it was inevitable that that yeah and now it's it, that's not the case you still see a shortage of inventory going forward well, yeah so in these past few months as i've gone over these market reports we've had like super low inventory like 1.2 months worth 1.4 months worth even at one month's worth and what that means is that's our absorption rate so if we got zero new listings within that 1.2 months or 1.4 months or one month, whatever it is, we would be out of homes to sell. As of June 1st in the Rochester market, we were at an absorption rate that was indicating an inventory of 0.8 months. So basically three weeks. So if no houses came on the market and we all keep selling at the pace we're selling, in three weeks there will be zero houses to sell, which is why it's so important that we have new listings coming on the market. I'm going to guess that since you've been doing this, you've never seen that absorption. Oh, absolutely rate. never seen it. And honestly, I could honestly tell you that if somebody would have asked me if I could have ever imagined it, I don't think I could have even imagined it. I remember when we first began talking on doing this program, it was like two months absorption rate in the Rochester area. And we were amazed at how short that was. Or- I was going to say, and I was thrilled because I, I worked through plenty of years where it was normal for a listing to take between six and nine right. months to sell. Yeah. Okay. Not six and nine hours, <laughs> not six and nine days, but six and nine months. It's it's so key. I mean, I've always really loved being a listing agent, and I'm so fortunate to be one of the um, biggest listing agents in Rochester. Very few agents have as many listings as I do, and I'm really fortunate because where you have listings come buyers, and sometimes those buyers have a house to sell, which creates more listings. So, you know, I think that You always hear in the 22 years I've been in real estate, you've always heard, oh, it's important to have listings. It's important to have listings. Well, when listings sat on the market for eight, nine, 10 months a year and sellers got frustrated and it cost a fortune to market them, I don't know if it was always great to have listings. I was always grateful that I had them, but it was pretty stressful, pretty expensive, pretty time consuming. And, you know, there was a lot of nurturing that had to go on. It's a completely different situation now. It's you still need somebody who is an expert at listing your house, but it's a whole different kind of counsel. You got to make sure you're going to play this outright, get your top dollar. You know, are you going to become on as a coming soon or are you not? You know, what price point do you want to end up at? Therefore, which one do you have to start at so that you can price it so that it's going to appraise? I mean, it's not as simple as let's stick a sign in the front yard and sell it. Not saying it's not going to sell, but I'm I'm just saying that you may not have gone about it 
in the best way. And so you may have, A, left money on the table, or you may have set yourself up for a disastrous sale that's going to fall apart. I mean, there's a lot of things that could go wrong. I imagine you spend a lot more time working on the selling aspect of it rather than the making the offering aspect of it. Um, Definitely, because when I'm presenting offers, I'm rarely presenting one offer. I'm, you know, often presenting three offers, four offers, as you know, sometimes 12 offers or 18 offers. And we have to go through every single one of those offers and look at every detail because, you know, is it it's not all just about the price. And I think I've pretty much pounded that right. home. Everybody understands, but there's a lot of other factors that are going to help make one offer stronger than the other. And there, that's not even going to be the same list for every buyer because, I mean, excuse me, for every seller. Because if you're my seller and you say, you know, I'm building a house, I don't want to move twice. I absolutely want to wait until my house is ready so I can move from here to there. That's going to be four and a half months from now. If you've got a buyer that's willing to wait four and a half months and give you the price you want, that might be worth more than a buyer who's willing to give you 10000 more but wants you out in 30 days because now you've got to do a double move. So there is a lot to just um, synchronizing the entire thing and making sure that the offer that you know, the seller ultimately selects is the best one. Are you as the realtor able to kind of fish out that information when you're... Oh my gosh, absolutely. That's what, that's why people hire us. I mean, that's what we are here for, to help take the stress out of the transaction, make it go super smooth. And so that our sellers know that we're the professionals, we're going to guide them, we're going to get the job done for them, and they're going to walk away feeling like, whoa, that was awesome. All right, we are, we have to take another break already. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results, and we'll be back in just a moment here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. If you're single, a young couple just starting out, Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Andy Brownell along with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Robin's been going over the latest market data. Is there anything else in that report you wanted to cover, Robin? Um, Well, I guess I'll just kind of summarize that in the last six months, we've actually had 966 houses in the Rochester market close. Um, We have 449 currently pending, which means the close is coming up. We have 122 that are active and available to purchase. Not a lot, I realize. Um, And we have 70 that have gone off the market in the last six months. And again, I think that's because either they sold and then big bad things came up in the inspection. So they've come off to deal with those things or the sellers didn't find a place to go. So they decided to change their mind. Um, again, you, like you said, it's a little higher than normal, but um, 
absorption rate again is about three weeks so we absolutely need more listings and look forward to getting them i definitely have been at a lot of listing appointments lately and some of them i have been confirmed so i know that i've got some coming but unfortunately with the rules in real estate until they become active you know to the public we can't share them with the public so I'll, i'll keep everybody updated as the weeks you know go progress on and i'll i'll let everybody know what we've got talk about them as soon as you can talk about them i absolutely will because as soon as they're available we'll want to get them sold right so you mentioned did you mention the median sales price i don't know if we talked about that yeah um i think the median sale price was 335 oh goodness okay yeah yeah so it's 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 up there right um the prices just keep inching up but again with the interest rates being lower, people's payments aren't necessarily going up. And this is going to sound a little crazy. It's something to really wrap your head around. But what I try to advise my buyers on when I'm helping them buy the house in this market is don't be so focused on the purchase price as you are the monthly payment, okay? Because the monthly payment is what's going to be real in your world. Like, how much do I have to fork out each month for this right. house payment? And that's the number that you've got to be comfortable with. Because the truth is, very few people who buy houses ever completely pay for them. They hardly ever stay there long enough to make that happen, okay? Most people are moving, on average, every five to seven years. Whether it's because they're getting a bigger house or getting a smaller house or moving to a different part of the country or a different side of town, getting married, getting divorced, whatever the (laughs) reasons may be, on average, every five to seven years. Very few people have their home paid for in five to seven years. So in the end, when they go to sell it, it doesn't really matter what that purchase price was. What matters is what was that purchase price in comparison to what they can now sell it for. Okay? Yeah. Because you want to be able to get the money back that you've invested in the house thus far, whatever you put down, whatever you've paid for payments, and then add to it. Because if people do it right, you know, they're going to make money each time they sell their house if they buy it right and sell it right. And then by the time that they're in that, you know, fourth house, fifth house, you're really going in with so much equity because you've built wealth buying and selling real estate. Absolutely. I've had this, just this week I had a conversation with somebody who was poo-pooing real estate for the as an investment. And I, I, I told him, I said, you, you sound rational, but you, you're leaving out a big, giant piece of the puzzle. You're going to have to pay to live somewhere. Exactly. And I don't know too many savings account plans that you can live in. <laughs> You know, so I I tell people, think about this. When you make that monthly payment, what you're doing is you're paying for your shelter, you're contributing to your savings account and your future, and you are building wealth. That's exactly what you should, that's how you should look at it. Yeah. So if that monthly payment is something you're comfortable with, then um, I say go for it, okay? So if the house is listed at 300000 and now all of a sudden you've got to go 30000 more, okay? You've got to go 30000 more to get the house. Okay. Now people say, oh, that's 30000 more. I can't do that. And I say, well, can you or can't you? Because take thirty and times it by your interest rate. 
your interest rate is 2.75, okay? Do the math. You're talking about 70-some dollars more a month for the payment. Can you afford 70-some dollars more a month? Maybe maybe it's true you can't, but sometimes people just think, oh, my gosh, that's all it's going to go. That's the only difference? You know, they don't understand what a huge impact that lower interest rate actually has. So, Again, can't tell you how important it is to make sure that you are making this journey, whether you're buying or selling with someone who is experienced. I'm not telling you that I'm the only good real estate agent in Rochester, for God's sakes. That would be ridiculous. I mean, Rochester is full of really good, qualified real estate agents. I just happen to be one of them, and my team has several of them, right? But um, there are also agents that are not going to be as up on things as others. So just be choosy when you're um, selecting who you're working with and make sure you do have somebody that is very um, well-versed in our market. They understand. And you're not bragging up enough here because the one thing I've learned over the years we've been doing this program is you have your expertise, which is vast, but all these members of your team have expertise in their you know, whether it be senior moves or carpentry or indoor. Absolutely right. Interior decoration, all sorts of different, you know, their interests, which become their expertise. And we've done that strategically because I don't think anybody is the expert in everything. Okay. So I have sold a lot of um, high-end homes. So, yeah, I know a lot more about the luxury market than actually most of the agents in our MLS because I ha- I'm probably one of the top five in the MLS that have sold high-end markets in the past 20 years. Okay, so it's nothing new to me. But that doesn't mean that the only thing I do is luxury home sales. I've sold lots and lots of first-time home buyers' houses. I've sold lots of new construction. But are there people on this team that know more about new construction than I do? Absolutely. We have people that have only sold new construction. We have Travis who actually has his contractor's license. Am I going to pretend like I know more about new construction than he does? Absolutely not. But when we have people that are experts in all of the areas, I feel like that's how we can best serve the community and best serve our clients because somebody on our team is an expert with what you're doing, whether it's a 1031 exchange, buying a farm, building a house, buying a condo, selling a timeshare, whatever it is, we've got somebody on our team that's an expert. And um, I feel like because of that, we can take great care of our clients. All right, Robin, if somebody's been listening and they want to get a hold of you, get you in the swimming pool, right? (laughs) I'll have my cell phone within 10 feet. Yeah, like I'll really get in the swimming pool. I might. You never know. I can dream. A girl can dream. How how do they get a hold of you, Robin? My cell phone, like I said, honestly really is always on. And my phone number is 507-259-4926. I welcome your call anytime. If I'm unavailable to answer, I'll call you back very promptly, I promise. All right. Until next week. Thanks so much, Robin. Thank you. All right. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9. Mayo Clinic Radio.